Dungeons and Junkies presents Into the Waste, episode two and a half, Puppets on a String. Hello! If you are listening to this, you are on my site, themindgame.org. This is technically part of my campaign, Into the Waste, which is run as part of Dungeons and Junkies, which is posted over over on Visionaries Global Media. Insert dramatic Chad voice. <laughs> but this time, it's only myself and Ailey who plays Sanctity in my campaign. Because Hello. Yes. It's just us. Hello. <laughs> no, but we're recording this because, if you remember correctly, halfway through episode two, Sanctity along with five children were taken. Covering up the fact that I had to bail out of uh, the session partway through due to ill health. The whole of Into the Waste is essentially the two dads, Sam and Varys, with their three children, one of which is like kind of a teenager, which is you. I mean, okay. Actually, is. So, Teethling Paladin, isn't she? Yes, she is. She's okay. a paladin of the goddess Arathine. Yeah. I, I know I know what her general kind of vibe is. I can't remember if I ever picked what she's the goddess of. <laughs> I think I did. Like light and sun or something like that. Yeah, I think it's like light and justice or something. Cause I was like, yeah, that sounds about... This is the first D&D character I've ever made. I was like, lawful good, okay. And yeah, she is a, a firebird, I believe. And her symbol is a golden apple, apparently. Yes, because um, if you read, you were playing Prince Minecraft. I- uh, no, because I am a huge fan of the fairy tale uh, Prince Ivan and the Firebird. Fair enough. No, but Sanctity got taken in the middle of the night from the inn in the town of Eagle's Tether. Thankfully, missing the part where Shambles assaulted someone, because she would not have been happy about that. Uh, no. I mean, she's not happy about much that this party's done, but... I mean, fair. You're all crazy, that's how I put it. Yeah. Thanks, we're, it's just, Yeah, uh... recording this is just... What happened? Woo, plot. Instead of me just sending Ailey, like, a document. <laughs> so yes, like, at, the, at this point, like, um, I know the out, rough outcome of what happened, in that Sanctity is very traumatised. And doesn't uh, remember a lot of it. Yeah, uh, so, I, at this point... Um, I don't know what's going to happen here. Kate does, because <laughs> that's what you get for being a DM. Well, I know roughly, but well, you with you lot, I never, I never put everything in stone. You know more than I do. This is true. Anyway, shall we get going? Yes. So guess oh, what? Doubly, doubly. You wait. You fell asleep in the inn across from Varys, who was on the other bed. Yeah, I'm assuming that yeah. all my equipment is like not yeah, with you. Yeah, you still. No, you've got everything with you. Oh, like Sanctity sleeps in full armor. Yeah, I know. You have your okay. full armor and everything. I, 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 I believe that actually. Yeah. It'd be horribly uncomfortable, and she'd just be like, "No." I, I might get stabbed. Let me just. It's not coming off. Also, you're in the room with a guy that you didn't don't know too well. Like he may be a folk hero. Yeah. I love her too much. But you go to sleep. You manage to ignore the sounds of Dakota and Shambles bickering about splitting a bed. I feel like I don't know if it's in... No, but you fall asleep. Mm. And when you wake up... Like, 
Sexy tends to sleep quite lightly because, you know, she's alert, she's aware, she's traumatized. Well, traumatized partly, but also like, I mean, you've been in a jail for a while. Yeah. Plus, like, with with her, how she views the world, she's kind of always wants to be kind of, you know, as as close to ready for, you know, anything as you can be. I think. Yeah, you sleep quite lightly, which is what makes it so weird that you don't actually, you're not conscious for the point where the sigil that was carved into the headboard behind you, but that sigil kind of glows lightly and sets kind of a Essentially what it does, how it works, is it casts out like a field of like a high level sleep. So it has Varus completely unconscious. And it keeps you in that state of unconsciousness as two members of the resistance sneak into the room. We've just been drugged, basically. Yeah, you've been drugged. drugged. They sneak into the room and they literally kind of... They look at each other and they're like... This is not a child, but okay. <laughs> everyone everyone else in the party just like imme- immediately goes, Yes it is, and then it complete and then it is hit with instant amnesia. <laughs> no, but they pick up they literally kind of Clank, clank, clank. Well they just kind of shove you onto like a mini sled thing they've got. I assume it's padded because otherwise that would be yes. clank. I know this I know magical sleep, but also it's just funny because Sanctuary clanks when she's stealthing. So if someone's trying to stealth with her, it's, she's still gonna clank. Yeah, they literally, like, you're on like a little sled thing, and what they do is they open the window by your bed and just slide you off the roof on the sled. <laughs> down to, like, a third and fourth guy around the bottom who kind of managed to catch it. I. I. This has got to be obnoxiously loud, and I love it. <laughs> Ironically, they've somehow done it such that it's so it's really quiet and it just kind of sounds like it someone kind dropping of matches, a penny. Yeah, it sounds like someone's just dropped something, or they've rolled over and they've knocked something over. Mm. And then those two vault out the window, shut the window behind them, mm. and go and join. And essentially, you don't. What does happen is you're kind of put on with several children. You basically are like the pillow for several children, which is not a comfortable pillow situation. I was about to say, this is a this is a tiefling and heavy arm. This is a solid pillow. And you're dragged out of town. You kind of you kind of rise briefly about an hour into the journey in some kind of desert. You're like, oh what a cool dream. No, but you wake up briefly and then kind of drift off again because you're like, oh, Oh, I thought I was asleep in a tavern, but I guess we camped in the desert and kind of... I think Sanctity's just like, I wouldn't put it past these fucking idiots. Yeah, you're like, I, they probably left and they're just dragging me, so I don't care. Mm. The next time you wake up, you wake up fully. You're on a cold... You know when like grass has kind of been out in the frost and it's like crunchy? but freezing to the touch. You're essentially lying on this massive patch of frozen grass. Mm. Yeah, and I know the pattern. armor is cold now. Yes, I imagine that's going to not not keep the heat in too well. I, I, I'm probably wearing like padded leather underneath, but yeah. yeah. Like if I put my hand up, it's cold. 
you kind of you put a hand down and you're like oh that's cold you kind of raise your head and either side of you are two children are they awake they're awake they're both kneeling and kind of staring reverently at the sight ahead of them which is the two resistance guards that took you staring up at a humanoid being that is about it's about the size of a two-story building well that's absolutely fucking terrifying gets worse you kind of stare around and realize you're in a void of some kind um i about to be sacrificed to some evil god (laughs) that's where your brain is right now you're like what the fuck is it there's patches of grass and ice and like crystals everywhere, but they're all at like weird angles. Well, it's more like um, you know, that the kind Half-Life of games. Vaguely. You know, like there's that. Uh, I think it's Half-Life Two. It has that like region you have to keep going into, and you do like weird parkour in a bloody creep dimension. Oh, I yeah, I've seen I've seen pictures of that. That's yeah, it's like that, that's but like ice. Terrifying. It's like ice oblivion. Yeah, it's Ice Oblivion, and then you all kind the, of- all the, all the pale yeah. of dragons. Your gaze goes back to the massive humanoid godlike creature, and you just realise he doesn't- he has no eyes. It's just black pits, and they are- somehow you realise they're staring at you. Uh, okay, I think Sanxi's hand immediately goes to, like, her amulet. Because, you know. The fuck. <laughs> she's she's uh, has no idea what's going on. She's pretty sure she's not dreaming, and um, she needs her she needs her goddess right now. It's cold. Your amulet is cold. I take it like if I put my hand up to it, I, she kind of if I tanky, she kind of like you know kind of like calls out for uh, Arathine. I take it she doesn't get any answer. You get nothing. It's as if you're shouting into a void, which you yeah. literally are in this case. So, like, there's, I've got no connection with my deity. Uh, that's terrifying. The, the, the creature kind of... It tilts what counts for its head, because you can't really tell where the neck and the head are. Okay. Like, its skin is like a mottled green. I see you're, I see you're channeling Chad today. No, but the creature kind of tilts. And you see both the um, resistance members, who's kind of—you can just see their cloaks more than anything. Are we aligned? Are we aligned? Are we aligned with them? I cannot remember. No, not really. Okay, we're against them. Cool. They go basically what Chad Varus knows more about the resistance from his. Well, Varus seems to know quite a lot more about quite a lot of things. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Carry on. When the creature's head moves. The resistance member's heads move, and it kind of lowers its gaze directly at you, and it doesn't speak aloud, it speaks telepathically. And you just hear this voice in your head be like, who are you? Sanctity just kind of, um, like- Has a heart attack and dies. I, I mean, I, I feel like if this had happened later in the session, she, that would I wouldn't I wouldn't have said uh, I wouldn't have said no. Um, no, she kind of just um, kind of swallows, kind of takes a deep breath. Um, I mean, can I stand up? If I stand yes. up, well, okay. So I stand up, uh, kind of um, look at it and say, you know, kind of, I am sanctity, 
servant of Arathine the Great. Why are you here? I don't know. I just woke uh, up here. I... Why did you bring me here? I... I don't know where this place is. I did not choose you. You were not one of my chosen. You, you and then looks at the other two, just like, the fuck? I just... I just woke up here. You think I know anything more about this? Who are you? I'll deal with you in a moment. But who are you? Kind of looks at the other two, the two resistance members who are now moving of their own volition. They both look terrified. Like they are fucked up. I am not surprised. Kind of looks at the pair of them and he goes, "This is not." A child. This is a servant of Arathine. This is a grown teethling. How the hell do you mix that up with a child? I need children for this to work. You know this. And the other two are just there, like we we just we just took whoever was marked and her bed was marked. So. You know, we took her and we pushed her out the window and we brought the children and... I, I mean, blame whoever's marked and... The moment he... The second one tries to pass the blame off... He kind of... Looks... Oh no. Clenches his fist. And... Nothing happens at first. Well, that's even more terrifying. Thank you. <laughs> and then you see the other one. Not even, like, he's looking at this creature and kind of occasionally looking back at you and doesn't seem to notice his hand go to his belt. Pull out a dagger and slash directly through the other one's throat. Oh, yikes. I think Sanctity kind of, yeah, kind he snaps of. over and he's like, what the fuck? I think Sanctity kind of like, he, you know, she's, she's, seen, she's seen shit and she's kind of she, she's pretty good at like kind of keeping herself steady, but even so, she kind of she flinches and kind of steps back because like that she she's she can just feel that all of this is very wrong and she does not like it. The one that's still alive. The other one briefly grabs his throat before just kind of hitting the deck. The other one drops the knife and falls to his knees and just starts screaming in anguish. I am not surprised. What languages do you speak? Uh, that is a very good question. I can speak Celestial, Common, Elvish, and Infernal. He's actually speaking in Elvish, and now that he's, like, his, the second one has collapsed, you see, like, the head go back, and you see, like, the little elf ears. Yeah. And you can hear I... in Elvish his, like, the other one actually saying, like, a apology and, like, a dying prayer in Elvish to what he calls his brother. Oh, yikes. Uh, so, saying I have no idea what's going on, so I think I'm probably quite terrified. Um, the two children have not reacted. Good! They're both I just don't... staring. Oh, wait, they're awake. Okay, that's less good. 
They're um, awake, but they're just staring fixed at the creature. Nothing else. I mean, yeah, Sanctity's probably not not too happy about that because that brings up some bad memories. <laughs> Die. Um. Creature levels his gaze at you again and goes, "Okay." What was your question, Paladin? Who are you? What do you want with these children? I do not believe there is a word in your languages that can describe me. Oh, try. What's your name, then? You must have a name. I believe your people- Oh, what is the term? And he's muttering. He's, like, suddenly starts- Do you want me to roll for this? No, you're fine. Like, he's suddenly muttering in a language that doesn't sound like anything ever spoken, ever. Okay. Like a drunk person trying to speak French to a Spanish person in an Italian accent. And the drunk person is, uh, like, Japanese. Bliss. And is Japanese. I believe your people call me... Kind of looks and he goes, You, your kind, call me the Mirror Man. Um, has Sanctity heard of this before? Give me a history. Give me a history. Ooh, I get to roll my dice. Come on, yeet. Uh, that's, uh, twelve. Okay, what you mostly remember is... The Mirror Man was... It's a ghost story. That's... It's like so, the kind uh, of so story a religion roll wouldn't have been better for this? Not really. It's not, like, tied to a specific hell or a specific religion, it's the idea that... Like the bogeyman. Yeah, it's like a bogeyman. It's a bit like how people used to believe that if you drowned, your soul would be trapped in the water for the rest of time. Mm. It's why people would fear their reflection in running water. Yeah. It's similar to that, stolen. but it's... Yeah, it gets or, like, stolen. into pieces. Yeah, and it's... The idea that every time you look at your reflection for too long, the mirror man can step through. So like, um, like Bloody Mary. It's a bit like Bloody Mary, but instead of killing you when like you that. summon him, it's yeah. more of a... He will yeah. reach into your mind, take a piece for his own, and eventually cross the threshold and essentially just decimate everything. Yikes. And you mainly knew it as like a tale about vanity. Like that's the kind of ghost story. It was like, oh, the most yeah. vain person kept looking in the mirror and the mirror yeah. man took it. It's like a terrifying Narcissus. Yeah, it's literally Narcissus, but Cthulhu. Cthulhu Narcissus. Narthulhu. Narthulhu has come. All fear him. Okay. Um... In turn, I will ask you a question. Who were you with? Sorry? Who were you with? Some people I'm travelling with. There has to be a reason you were there. We were just staying at the inn. We carry. We're going on after this. We, we just stopped here overnight. 
Why would you be in the child's bed? I don't know. Maybe the... Maybe... Maybe someone wanted to change rooms. I don't know. Maybe they wanted a better window. Maybe someone cancelled. I, I don't know. Your kind's obsession here. with the reservations and optimal ventilation confuses me. Well, I... I don't understand it either, to be perfectly honest, but... I don't know, I just got given... We, we got given a room, I went to bed, and then I woke up here. This party you're travelling with... Yes? Are they also servants of Arathai? No, I, I, that's just me. We, um, we ended up together quite by chance. I don't intend to stay with them forever. Oh dear, I hear a dice. <laughs> also, <laughs> if you ask like... me who's in the party, I'm not going to be able to remember very many. He looks at you and he's like, by chance. We escaped from prison together, alright? I. We just happened to end up in adjacent cells. The um, the locals weren't much fond of my religious associations. Bigots will be bigots. You knew this horror deity would be so woke. I was about to say, I was about to say, sanctity is kind of like agrees and is rather a, like doesn't like the fact that she's agreeing with the you know this kind of. This, this nightmare monster that she didn't think was real. It's like, this feels wrong, but honestly, she's just. She's at that point of this terrified wrong, and confused. You. She's at this point, that point of terrified and confused where she's just like, you know, nothing is affecting her. She's just like, you know, she's just in shock. She's just like, it, it doesn't seem real, even though she knows it is. She's just like, I don't know how to react to this. I'm going... You know what I'm going to do? He's like, hmm. Matthias! I'm gonna drink tea. And the like remaining cult guy looks up and is like, You killed Matthias. He's like, oh! What, what was your name again? He's like, hmm. <laughs> I'm terrifying deity, Thanks. doesn't know my name. <laughs> Thanks to you, he's kind of looking over at the kind of the kind of corpse and is like thinking like, she kind of she wants to do the last rites on it but does not want to ask for permission to do so because um, you know nightmare yeah. monster from oh. every child from every child's you know worst dreams. Whatever your name is, just take take the paladin back through the portal. And I don't know, just put her in a waiting room or something. I will deal with her later. What are you going to do with these children? Why do you care? They're not your children. Well, their parents aren't here, are they? Someone has to. Someone has to be here. I require... I require some resources that only children can provide. What would that be? 
I want to know what it is that you're trying to keep me away from. Personally, I just thought you wouldn't want to see these children die in excruciating pain, but I mean, you can watch if you want. I won't see them die at all. And what will you do about it? Out of character, Sanxi has no fucking idea, but she's not a Marvel. Sanxi's, she, like... Um, Caitlin knows why, but she is extremely, like... I think she would rather sacrifice her own life than just let children die. It's that strong of a thing. And also, as a player, I also have no fucking idea. <laughs> because I don't, I don't know if I can fight this thing. And I, out of context, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I don't think I can talk it out of this, but I... Yeah, it looks at you and it's like... How far are you willing to go to keep these children alive? As far as I need to. Roll me a charisma persuasion. Uh, also, quick question out of character. Mm-hmm. Um... I desperately hope you're not going to, like, let me- you're not going to let me do anything that will get me killed, because- <laughs> No, canonically you can't Canonically I survive this. And canonically you live. Sorry, I will severely that... injure you if you piss me yeah. off. Yeah, sorry, what am I rolling? Charisma. Per- persuasion. Persuasion. Persuasion, okay. Come on, dice. That's a dirty 20. Creature kind of leans back a bit and his skin kind of pales and it's now like uh, snow, like white as snow. It's porcelain snow and you're like. Hair as black as ebony. Yeah, he's snow white. Don't kiss him, it won't work. Don't intend to, he's not asleep. (laughs) He can't sleep. He's the creature of nightmares. Fair enough. But he kind of leans back and he kind of glances at Matthias' dead body and at you. And it's like. Alright. You say you will put yourself before these children? Yes. If it comes to it. He kind of clicks his fingers, and a small portal opens directly to your right. And he goes, Well. Step through there, and you'll enter a room with, and he clicks his other hand, and you see Matthias's dead body kind of stand. Big yikes. And it has, much like the creature, it has no eyes now. Is it still black. bleeding? Yeah, it's still bleeding from the neck. It's slower that's, because he's kind of run out of blood. Yeah, but and it's also probably congealed and stuff. It's congealed, but gravity is like slowly pulling it. Yeah. That's big yike. Yeah. And you see his brother like stood next to him just like fuck. It's <laughs> like step through there. And Matthias here will test your devotion to those children. He will attack you. He will try to kill you. What you do will determine what will happen to these children. And he kind of looks. He suddenly like twists his head and he's looking like in the distance as if he's hearing something. 
just kind of staring. And somehow you kind of hear... Because you don't know how long you've been in this, like, void. What he's actually hearing is the sound of the darkness, the magical darkness the shambles cast on those guards around the barn and your party trying to rescue these kids and hopefully you. Would you let me cast Zone of Truth and then ask this this nightmare creature to swear that it will not kind of harm these children until... I can say that this creature will not be affected by Zone of Truth, but you can ask it and you can insight to see if it's answering you honestly. Okay, well, I ask. So roll me an insight. That's only an 11. You're 90% sure it's telling the truth when it says, if you make the correct choices, the children will not be harmed. Fair enough. Okay. Um, thanks. He kind of looks back and then kind of steps through the portal. You enter into... You know, like, the starting room from Portal? Yes. Yeah, it's a bit like that. It's kind of, it's very unnerving, because it's just like this white padded cell with, like, a slab of a bed. Okay. And you're like, alright, I think I've been put to the crazy home. Yeah. It's like, to see is slightly regressing a decision. I've got sectioned again. (laughs) He's slightly, she's thinking um, that she's... Not sure she made the right decision, but she's also not sure there was a right decision. And as you kind of... You look around and you're like, Ugh, I'm gonna live here for too long. Kind of, a door actually opens and it's... It's like... It's one of those, like, padded doors. Mm. Such that it blends almost perfectly with the wall until you open it and you see kind of the hinge scene. Mm. And through steps, Matthias whose blood has stopped for now and ha- again with his like pits instead of eyes he pulls out a scimitar and okay. stares you down well as much as he can stare and I need you to roll me an initiative I was going to ask if there was anything I could do first but I take it that that's a nerve Moppy's open the door and is going to come and get you hmm because he's dead, I'm gonna roll this at disadvantage. Okay. Well, that's five. Don't worry, he got a three. <laughs> okay, so you are going first. He has one hand, one hand holding his blade, and the other hand kind of by his side, like almost ready to grab something. He's bleeding head, like his. Blood flow has stopped, and he's just kind of, you know, like when someone's when someone's dead, they are unnaturally still. Yeah. Because even when we stand still, there's still muscle twitches and small movements. His yeah. is just completely stock still. Like the moment he finishes the motion, it's as if he's a wax statue. What do? He's about twenty foot from you. Uh. Turn the unholy. Okay. 
I'm assuming this is on. I would, as a DM, recommend a different option. Oh, okay. Thank you very much for not being a dick. Just because, as much as he's dead, he's not... Uh, he's not undead? You're pretty sure this is a puppet thing rather than a I'm so, a zombie thing. Right, so it's not technically undead. It's just yeah. a normal body. Okay. So don't waste your spell. Okay. Ugh, I just... I do not know what the right thing you is to, to try do. Something I know, I know I do. I know I do. Well... Uh... Because I'm assuming that readying weapons doesn't count as an action. No. Okay, so ready my greatsword and my shield. I, I do have a shield. Sure. Yes, shield. Yes, I have a shield. It just doesn't come up on my action. So you're going to try and stab it. Um, I'm specifically going to try and behead it. <laughs> <laughs> if that's an option. Sorry, I wish I wish Kerry was here because that's Kerry's default. Well, it, I would like to decapitate it. Okay. It seems like, it, especially if it's a puppet, I don't think just stabbing is going to help much. Okay, you would like to behead it. Yes. Roll to attack with your sword, I guess. Oh, for fuck's sake! I mean, that was a seven, but that's I have plus six, so that was a nat one plus six. <laughs> God damn it, it's only you! God damn it, Sanctity! Alright, uh, let me think. Okay, what you do essentially is you go to slash and you get this perfect arc, but then you realise you're about two metres too far away. So it misses, it swings and lodges into one of the like pads on the wall, sending a jar up your arm and making you fall on your ass. So you are now prone. And oh you just dear. kind of sat there like, oh god, what have I done? I have... I apparently... I'm just sorry, I'm just looking at my thing. Apparently I have a, two spells as bonus actions. Will you let me? What are they? Uh, Sanctuary and Shield of Faith. Oh yeah, that's... Uh, that's like, you can attack and do those on. But not now, because you're prone. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> it's okay. Not turn. Oh, this is bad. Yeah, this ain't great. I will admit. Okay. Why The Matthias is going to use. What shall he use? He's going to use Sacred Flame. I was about to say. I swear to God, if you say Toby undead. No, that's Damien. He ain't here. <laughs> yeah. If, you, if he was here, you'd be dead. <laughs> Okay, I need you to make me a dexterity saving throw, please. 19. Okay, nice. Essentially, he tries to hurl a bolt of, like... It, you think it's originally meant to be, like, white light, but because he's dead, it's kind of taken, like, a grey tinge. He just hurls it and it just slams into a pad, like, next to you and just kind of sets it ablaze, and you're just there like, Huh! Okay! Not great. You think he tries to frown? Like, you think the creature controlling him tries to make him frown, but it just makes his eyebrows look stupid. And then he, like, steps a bit further into the room, shutting the door behind him. 
And then we're back to you, because that's how initiative works with two people. Yeah, it's just dip dip do. Dip do dip do dip do. Do I have to stand up as an action? Yes, so what I'll say is you can't move on this turn, but you can attack. Okay, am I like close enough to make another attack? Yeah, it's a fairly small room. Yeah, but how, how am I close enough to like... He's moved okay, into the room, so he's about 10 foot from you. Right, so I can't greatsword. Uh, what? what's your normal movement? 30. When you go prone, you get 15 foot of movement instead, so you could just get to him. Yeah, okay, so I'm gonna do that and then attempt to attack with my greatsword again. Shank him! Come on, nice. That's a 13. That does hit, roll damage. 10. Not bad. I think I deserve not bad. <laughs> After that dreadful start. We don't talk about that start. Uh, roll me a perception check. Because you don't cut the guy's head off, you kind of slice to a bone. Ooh, 20. Dirty. You hear a child scream. God damn it. <laughs> it's Matthias' turn now. Oh, I see what you're doing here, Kate. I love to make people suffer. I literally don't have any other choice, though. He's going to... Let's see. Okay, I... Did, did, did not that. I want this one. Thank you. What's your armor class? 18. I forgot you're the tankiest brother in the world. Yes. <laughs> Indeed I am. Plus... Spellcasts. Okay, he misses, so you only take half damage. He basically, he tries to grab your arm to cast Inflict Wounds. But because you're basically all covered in armor, <laughs> kind of just pokes the armor and then there's like, oh. <laughs> mm. It's just, it's hard controlling a dead guy, come on. Cut him some slack. So instead, he's going to... In his bonus action, he casts Shield of Faith. See, now I'm pretty sure I know what's going on here, but like, literally the only choice I have is one I do not want to take. Chill, Gary. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> I literally don't have. Oh, there is a potential path, but it's still not great. Oh, uh, I'm... I assume I'm right in thinking that, that somehow this guy is like tied to the, those children. Maybe. Yeah. Look, look I know it. <laughs> I can't outright say it, come on. No, I know. I'm just, sorry, I'm just like going through my, all my actions. See if there's anything. I can figure out another possible path. Would, would, if I, would commands work? You can try it. Like, it could actually work on him. Okay. I'm because gonna he's try. not undead, so. And that's normally when it doesn't work. It. And so it's cast command. So I need to do a wisdom saving throw. Uh, yes. 
What is your spell save DC? My DC is 13 for that, and I just I, I just shout, kind of stop. Okay, that's a that's a five. You shit, cult guy. You're shit. So you shout stop. Yeah. Okay, so literally, when it's his turn, he just stands there. It's it's a bit like he's he's twitching more than he was before. It's almost as if he's the stop commander's having an argument with the, whatever command he's being sent. But you don't hear a scream. Okay. <laughs> and his eyes, like his pits of eyes just kind of, the head just kind of turns to look at you like, now what? Uh, this, this is legitimately stressful. This is your turn again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um I I've got like I've got some spells I would try if I if I thought they'd work. But I don't think they will. Something like, you know, lesser restoration I don't think would work here. What health? No, it's um it's uh conditions. It it can end uh blinded, deafened, paralyzed or poisoned. But, you know, since this is a dancing puppet corpse. Yeah, that's probably not going to help. <laughs> I'll throw you a bone. Roll me a perception oh. check. Thank you. Ooh, 18. What you said to the mirror man was that you would rather... You die, then those kids die. Mm. Mm. I know you're not going to let me die in this session. Yeah, you. Yeah, you also know that the creature's not expecting you to just off yourself. That's not entertaining him, he can kill you himself. God damn it. I'm, pro- I'm certain that I'm thinking way too hard about this. <laughs> but, you know. I feel like that's a summary of all my sessions with you, but. <laughs> You're yeah. like, Caleb, what have you done? And I'm like, it's just it's, a door. This is, this is, like, really big for my character. Like, this is a really, like. This is coming up against, like. Her ability to kind of, you know, live with herself as a person. It's kind of important. You know what? I am just going to sit down and pray. So you're just putting your weapon down and praying? Sure. What were your religion? I just kind of try and pray for like, you know... The... What the fuck do I do that time? Uh, actually, I was going to say, it's going to pray for kind of, you know... The kind of, the, the soul of, you know, this, this poor, this poor man. <laughs> this poor elf. Oh, hell yeah. 23. Fucking okay, hell, okay. 19 plus 4. Kind of 
fantasy basically looks directly into the pits of this once a man's eyes looks at her weapon and then like sheaths the sword swings the shield on her back and just kneels and prays and just mutters you mutter like the last rites you wanted to do earlier in the presence of the creature but didn't feel brave enough to do Mm. especially after the guy got back up and this man Matthias he swings at you with his blade and it just stops right here it draws a tiny bit of blood it just freezes in place and you hear the scream of that child fades not like it's cut off but as if whatever was causing the scream ceases okay because you've been hearing the scream this whole time yeah since that first contact with him was made yeah big oof and it kind of settles out and Matthias kind of lets go of the blade and it kind of clatters to the floor like barely missing your leg and you're like the fuck me and then his body just collapses I'm pretty sure he's actually dead now yeah Sanctity kind of isn't like would would kind of close his eyes but you know there aren't really any eyes. She kind of like. I'm assuming she's got like. She'll find like kind of a, a tank chief or like something like on her person and just kind of put cover his face with it. Like but just out of shame. respect. It's a shame. Well, it's more like she can't really shut, close his eyes, so it's kind of just you know kind of giving him the most dignity that she can. There. No, that kind of fades and. You hear the mirror man again. Mm-hmm. He kind of goes, Huh. I guess you meant what you said. And he just kind of, like, you know, tries to kind of look around, kind of look at, you know, the, this, the mirror man, but, you know, kind of instead just kind of nods. I've sworn to protect those who cannot protect themselves intend to follow that. If it eases your soul slightly, your comrades have rescued the other three children. There were five. Two came with you. Slightly, I suppose. I cannot say these children will not suffer, but I can say because of your actions, their deaths will be swift. cannot thank you for that, but I suppose I am somewhat glad. You can't save them all, child of Arathine. You think that will stop me from trying? (laughs) No. I believe one of my attendants will be in to see you in a moment. I'm sure we will cross paths again. I hope not. (laughs) Uh, Like you have a choice in the matter. 
It's just silent. Yeah. Thanks, and it's then, just kind of yeah. not continuing this. <laughs> I'm not talking to you. Thanks, yeah. he's just like, I, I had, thanks, he's just like, she has nothing, she has nothing to say. She's said everything she kind of has. The door opens again, and a group of resistance members walk in. At this point in time, you don't actually recognize any of them, but in hindsight, one of them's Rook. You don't recognize the others, they're kind of grunty level and they're whispering furiously to each other about something about a barn something about murder something about you do hear the words flaming dragon man and she hearing that <laughs> rolls her eyes without like meaning to or even realizing she's done it because she's she's got other things on her mind <laughs> it's oh for fuck's sake shambles she's like oh i God damn it, if that's if that's that if that's fucking shambles, I swear to god. Just internally, it's like she's like Well that means they've noticed I'm missing, and I don't know if that makes me more or less glad that they're coming after me. Hmm. Worst rescue party ever. I mean they genuinely are. They mean well, but anyway. And just, they're kind of, they're talking and they kind of look at each other and then they kind of look up because clearly Mirror Man is speaking to them. And then they look down again and they're like, Well, well, you know, the, the paladin said that she'd broken out of jail with these ones. That, that matches the description of those other ones. I mean, they're, they're not the brightest. They checked into the inn under their actual names. It's pretty easy to check against the records. Even though Sandy didn't really want to share the records, but we just told her to leave the room. <laughs> yeah, Sandy's fine. <laughs> Nothing will happen Good. to Sandy. She is my cinnamon child. Yeah. But, like, if it's... Well, aren't, weren't there supposed to be five of them? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. This, this is the fifth one. Well, how the hell did this fifth one get here? It's not like this place is easy to get into. Well, one of you fucked up. And you see, like, Rook just kind of be like, Right. You and you. Go, go find, go find Knight. Go find Bishop. Go, go find King and Queen. Deal with it. Tell them we'll call a court session. I'll go find the other four of this group. And we can have, we can do the whole trial. If they're... If they're found guilty, I'll cut off their fingers myself, okay? But right now, you lot are just being a pain in the ass and not helping the issue. You two, stay here. Because I know damn well you're the ones who marked each of the beds. So how the hell did you fuck this up? And it's like dead silence from the pair of them, and he's like, You know what, I will deal with you later. We, I need to transport. We need to transport this one into an actual holding cell rather than this. And but you two pick up that body, carry it out. I will deal. I'll start the process, okay? And they kind of the two of them like trips over, pick up the dice, and like drag him. <laughs> There's a lovely blood stains all over the white floor now. Oh great! And Rook kneels next to you because you're still kneeling and praying. Yeah. And he kneels next to you, and he goes, I'm sorry about this. 
Sanxi just kind of looks at him with an expression that goes, "The fuck!" Like it goes like, "She's just, she's just at, she's just beyond like, she's no idea what's going on, and all of this is uh, just dragged up quite a lot of horrible memories for her, and she's just there like, I don't know who you are, and I don't know why you're saying this to me, and." I'm not sure I even care. <laughs> what he does is he lays two fingers on your left temple. Mm-hmm. And you feel this spike of psychic pain in your head. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very much like a, you know, like when you stress- jar awake after a nightmare. Uh, I was I was thinking is it more like when you've slept on your neck funny and then suddenly you turn your head and ow. Yeah. It's like a cross between that and you know dreams where like you fall and you hit the ground and you wake up at that instant. Yeah, that kind of that weird dream pain. That just jolt. Yeah, it's like that, and everything kind of goes fuzzy and yeah. fades. And right before your vision completely fades, you hear Arathine go with you. Yeah, and you, the next few days, you don't remember anything of the void. You don't remember Matthias. You don't remember seeing those children with you. The main, the only things that stay with you is a white room, the scream of children, and black pits for eyes. That's what stays with you, and that's all you hold on to as you are dragged into the courtroom in front of the others. Yeah. And that's what Sanctity did on holiday. (laughs) I was going to say, and that that brings us to the beginning of the Episode three. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, that was that was actually kind of fun, if massively stressful. But like <laughs> that was I that was actually really I, I genuinely enjoyed that. That's um. I had to figure that one out. That was a bit of tailoring. Oh, I was just sitting there like, how the fuck do I not have my character do basically, you know, go through basically her worst nightmare? But no, that worked out pretty well. Hello, welcome to your worst nightmare, population me population a dead guy yeah so that's actually right at this point sanctity doesn't remember everything that happened in this no but by the end of episode five you this will come back to you yeah fun fact um if you had killed the guy the children would have died there and then yeah thank you for throwing me that bone (laughs) otherwise i would have just you asked you asked good questions of the rare man that i hadn't expected so i was like Mm. Let's give you that. Yeah, I, and also I would have just been sitting there for probably like ten minutes, just going. Uh, uh. We will wrap up there. I was going to say, should we do an outro? Yeah, we should probably do an outro. So, thank you for listening to this trauma session. <laughs> Therapy was it's a thank surprisingly you. fun nightmare. Surprisingly fun nightmare. That's most of our D and D campaigns, honestly. <laughs> the moment I think about it, yeah, that is. Uh, Ailey, where can people find your art? Because they should fight me. Um, well, if you like comics, I draw a gothic horror webcomic about vampires in the 1800s. It's called Lady Changeling, and just just Google it. Um, it yeah, and you, if you just look up like either Space Lady Art or Copperine on most social media or sites, you will most likely find me. Woo! Now, if you want to find the rest of 
If you're listening to this one, you're listening to it on Mind Games, which is my SoundCloud for these things. If you want to read my articles, I'm themindgame.org. Praise be. If you want to follow me on Twitter, my Mind Games one is at our Mind Games, which is where I do polls and I post like I post links to this and to the articles and just let you guys have an input of what I do. If you want to see stuff about my cats. That's mainly what my actual Twitter at Caitlin RC is because and who cats. doesn't? Exactly, they're, they're so cute. I love them. Now, if you want to listen to the other campaigns we are both involved in, oh yeah, it's over Dungeons Junkies on Visionaries Global Media, which is Chad, where Chad has a show, Alex has a show, Matt has a show, and Kerry now has a show as well. Yes, and I don't because I am not ready to DM. But yep. maybe, maybe at some point in the future. Goodbye. Let's just end on that. Say goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.